This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi everyone, thanks so much for listening to another episode of Dogman Encounters Radio. I'm Vic Cundiff and I'll be your host for the show. Before we bring on tonight's guest, if you've had a Dogman Encounter and would like to speak with me about it, whether in private or on the show, please go to dogmanencounters.com and submit a report. I'd love to hear from you. If you've had a Sasquatch sighting and would like to be a guest on Bigfoot Eyewitness Radio, please go to bigfooteyewitness.com and submit a report. All right, let's bring on tonight's guest. Tonight's guest is Doug. Doug, welcome to the show. Hey, Vic. Nice to be here. Well, it's great having you. Thank you for your time. Doug, please give us a brief bio on yourself. I'm a tall setter. I've been doing that for about 10 years. Uh, got four daughters, wife, been married 16 years. And that keeps me busy <laughs> pretty much all the time. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet it does. Sounds to me like you've carved a good life out for yourself. I can't complain. <laughs> yeah, I can't see why you would. That's great. Doug, how much time did you spend in the woods as a kid? Uh, I was in the woods constantly. I lived and breathed uh, the woods. I was either carrying a fishing pole, uh, wrist rocket, or a BB gun. Or hunting rifle. <laughs> so, uh, pretty much all my life. 
Sounds like you had a great childhood. That's great. It's been six years since you've been in the woods, Doug. Do you think you're ever going to be able to head back in? I'm working on it. I've been walking around the block at night trying to get less scared of the dark, you might say. So I'm working on it. I'm going to try venturing out in the woods this year for deer season. That's great to hear that you're going to be heading back in, or at least you plan to head back in. Baby steps. As long as you're making progress, then you're doing something right. You were diagnosed as having PTSD because of your encounter. What kinds of after effects have you been suffering through as a result of you having that encounter? Nightmares really didn't start till a little later when I started figuring out what it was that I saw. I started having night sweats, waking up middle of night sweats, a lot of times not able to sleep. It just uh, basically waking up with cold sweats was the biggest issue and uh, nightmares. Yeah, those symptoms are pretty common for eyewitnesses. So, unfortunately, it's no surprise to hear you say that you suffered through them. Of all the emotions you've worked your way through in the aftermath of your encounter, has anger been one of them? Actually, yes. Yeah, I get angry very easy. Do you get angry because you're frustrated at what the dogman took away from you or for another reason? I think a lot of it is because uh, the woods was my getaway. That was my quiet time. You know, I could breathe in the woods. Uh, it was just my time, and it, it seems like it, it took it away from me, I, I felt like, I guess. No, that makes sense. If you love something so much and have that taken away from you, the way that dog man took your joy of the woods away from you, then no, it makes total sense that you would be frustrated that way. How frustrating was it for you to know that you saw something that you couldn't identify? Therefore, there was no effective way for you to deal with your sighting. It was pretty frustrating. I I just, in back of my head, kept telling myself it was a Bigfoot. It was a Bigfoot. Or it was a bear. It was a bear. I just, uh, I could not put my finger on something that, uh, I mean, up until that time, I had never seen any movies that had that type of werewolf in it only type of werewolf I'd seen was the old black and white werewolf. So uh, it wasn't until I seen Silver Bullet until uh, I started really noticing stuff. And uh, then I started doing some research and found your channel. And uh, then I really got a rude awakening. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet you did. You never heard the term dogman until about two years ago. What's the story behind that? I've always believed in Bigfoot. i just been told monsters weren't real. I, I just been on YouTube, you know. Uh, you just can't believe everything you hear. And I just never really started putting the pieces together until the last couple of years and what I saw. Better late than never. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. What can you tell us about the Devil's Promenade? They call it the Hornet Light, the Joplin Spook Light. 
I've been out there before. I haven't been fortunate enough to see it in person, but it's just a orb down. The road used to be a dirt road. Uh, I believe it's paved now, but at the end of the road, there's an orb that floats around and changes shape and colors. And uh, of course, there's a lot of urban legends of uh, it being a miner that lost his head and he's holding a lantern looking for his head. But they've had the Army Corps of Engineers out there researching it. People shot at it, tried chasing it, and uh, nobody can figure out what it is. It's just an orb that dances around, and uh, it'll get closer and then get further away, and nobody can figure out what it is. Did you know that people report seeing orbs sometimes around areas where dogmen are seen? I have heard that, yes. Yeah, that's true. I don't know what's behind that, but people report that. It does make you wonder. Yeah, uh, it, it does make you wonder. Yeah, that is really strange. Your encounter happened in Joplin, Missouri in 1981. What was that area like back then? Back then, uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of woods, and there's also a lot of uh, mine shafts chat piles uh it used to be an old uh it was real popular for its uh zinc and lead mining back years ago so there's a lot of uh mine shafts and stuff like that and back then there was a lot of woods still it's uh built up now but back then there was pretty thick woods yeah, with all the woods and the mine shafts and everything, that was definitely a dogman-friendly area. So, it's no wonder they were there. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, Doug, please tell us about your encounter now. Give us every last detail that comes to mind. That was 1981. I was roughly around 11 years old. My uh, aunt and uncle's house sat on a corner, and uh, there was woods across the street, and then there was a road that went through the middle of the woods that went down a steep hill and a real tight curve. And then there was more woods on the uh, west side. And there's a creek we used to always go fishing at down there. It's called Turkey Creek. We used to fish down there all the time. And uh, me and my uh, cousins were playing uh, hide and seek. And uh, there was probably six or seven of us. And, of course, we were screaming and yelling, having fun, laughing. And uh, it was my turn to go hide. Well, I started uh, running uh, towards the woods to go hide. And uh, I got about, oh, roughly 100 yards in. And I noticed, the first thing I noticed, it was so quiet. What leaves had fell off the tree, the crunch almost hurt your ears. It was so loud. And this is the time of year. Most of the leaves were on the tree. They had started to turn, but not all of them have fell uh, yet. Uh, there was a few that started to fall. And uh, I got about 100 yards back, and uh, I heard a branch snap. And uh, I looked around, and I heard like a uh, deer snort kind of. And uh, I looked and I saw, first thing I noticed is a, a black figure. That's the first thing that stuck out to me was how black this figure was. And uh, this was probably about five o'clock in the afternoon. So it wasn't dark. It was starting, it was probably dusk. But uh, that was the first thing I noticed is how dark it was. It's like someone had took a knife and just cut it out into the night. It was so black. And then I started seeing the features. I started seeing the ears. And another thing that started standing out is the eyes. The eyes were just a glowing yellow. And uh, I kind of just looked at it and... Uh, at 11 years old, I was kind of a chicken back then. I'm not scared to admit it. <laughs> but uh, after I saw it, I just bolted out of the woods. I know it's not the right thing to do now, but my mind could not wrap itself about what I saw. I kept telling myself it was a Bigfoot. It was a Bigfoot. And, uh, of course, nobody believed me. So... But the eyes and how black it was, uh, it didn't show teeth. And it was approximately oh, between seven and eight foot tall, I'd say. It was probably about 70 yards away from me, I guess, 70 to 100. I wasn't good at numbers back then. So, but I, I think what made it less 
I wouldn't say scary, but less aggressive. When it saw me, it cocked its head like when a dog, when a, a dog's trying to figure something out, how they cocked her head. That's what this thing done. And I think by doing that, it appeared less aggressive towards me. Or uh, to me, it, it looked less aggressive. It still scared the wee-wee out of me. <laughs> and I bolted out of the woods. I told my cousins that nobody believed me. And uh, about six months after that, my cousin was uh, out on his porch. And uh, he heard a growl. And he could not figure out where it was. And he had a flashlight with him. And he shined it up in a pine tree. And uh, he saw a wolf's head sticking out of the pine tree. And uh, this thing was probably a good 40 foot in the air. And uh, he started to believe me a little bit after that. <laughs> but he did not get to see anything but just the head, basically. Joplin's been known for a lot of weird stuff happening. So, uh I have a friend also that I run around with in Joplin. I call him Chris. I didn't get permission to use his name. So, and he had a friend that they went deer hunting. His friend had just got out of the Marines uh, from boot camp. And uh, they were actually deer hunting, actually off the road where the spook light is. There's some woods out, real thick woods out in there. And uh, they knew someone that owned that land there. And uh, that's where they were hunting. Well, my friend Chris came back to uh, the truck. It was about dark. You know, it's time to quit hunting. And uh, next thing you know, his friend's running back. And he's just crying. And uh, Chris asked him what happened. And he said, I saw a monster. I saw a monster. And that's all he would say. He wouldn't say what he saw. Or anything, but it scared him so bad he dropped his gun when he was running. And uh, like I said, this is a guy that was in the Marines or just joined the Marines. So, uh, you know, it took a lot to scare him. And uh, I never did get out of him what he saw. Chris couldn't get him to tell him anything about it. He just shut down, he wouldn't uh, speak anything else of it. And uh, about a year later, this was in Springfield, Missouri. And uh, I remember it was uh, Easter morning. It was about five o'clock in the morning. The sun had uh, just started coming up. And uh, I heard a, uh, a sniffing, like a dog sniffing. Or, and I thought, well, it's dog out my window. But I got to noticing our windows set about four foot off the ground. So the dog would have had to been about five foot tall. So I kind of threw a dog out the window and, uh, I heard this growl that just vibrated my whole body. And, uh, I did not get to look at it. I covered my head and turned over and, I thought whatever made that growl, I did not want to know what it come from. And uh, 2014 was the last time I went hunting. 
when I was uh, scouting to, for a place to put up my tree stand, I started noticing these uh, like a deer blind, but they was shaped like an igloo. They were round on top and had a little hole at the bottom. And uh, I thought, well, the neighbor's sneaking over here making blinds, sneaking over in our land to hunt. And, uh, well, I got to thinking they were about eight or nine foot tall. And I got to thinking that he'd have to drag a ladder over here and make those, which uh, I couldn't see him dragging a ladder through uh, briars and all that just to make them. And uh, I saw about three of them just in the time in the spot I was at. And, uh, Whatever made it really took the time because the vines were just kind of woven in between each other. And, of course, yeah, at the time, I still hadn't heard a dog man or anything like that. So, I, like I said, I still kind of chalked it up as a neighbor. Well, I finally got in my uh, tree stand one morning and... uh I got to noticing it got real quiet and I started noticing a smell that uh, just smelled like something dead. Uh, uh, there's uh, someone shot a deer and it's, you know, ran across onto our land and died somewhere or something. And then uh, I just started getting this feeling like I was almost like I was being stalked is the best way I could explain it. And, uh, I just had this fear come over me. I, I couldn't see nothing. So, I i mean, it was so intense. I got out of my stand and actually went home early. And uh, later that night, my brother lives out there. I was helping him with something. And this was probably about 8 o'clock at night. So it was pitch black out there. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. Judy. <laughs> 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, when I was leaving, as I was pulling out on the road, my headlights hit the back half of something. It was just black. And whatever it was, was... Ali, I'd say from the tip of the tail, from the part I saw, uh, I'd say it was a good probably six, seven foot. And I couldn't see from the front shoulders forward, whatever it was. And it was probably a good four foot tall on all fours. And uh, I just kind of passed it off as a Black Panther. I guess because uh, it was less intimidating to me than than anything else. But that really scared me after that, uh, especially after I started figuring out, you know, what's really in the woods. I, I just haven't been able to get myself back in the woods after all that. And I also remember my best friend. I remember talking to his mom one time. We was all talking about Bigfoot. And uh, she grew up around Roaring River State Park. It's a, a man-made trout fishing river and stuff. And it's typical of those Ark Mountains. It's real thick woods, hills. And uh, she remembers when she was little driving down the road at night. And uh, she said that she saw, she'd never heard a dog man either. And... Uh, she said what she remembers is uh, something walking out into the middle of the street. And she remembers saying doggy, because that's the only thing she could relate it to. But it was on two legs. And she said all she remembers is her mom and dad was really worried and scared. And she remembers seeing a doggy on two legs walking across the street. And... uh uh, I just had uh, recalled that, and uh, after seeing what's out there, I just, or knowing what's out there, it's just been hard for me to get back in the woods. Uh, I realize if it wanted me, it, uh, after talking to you the other day, that really helped me a lot. Like I said, I've been able to coax myself outside at night. I, it, it bothered me so bad, I, I couldn't hardly get outside at night and uh it's pretty rough for a 50 year old man to but you know admit he's scared to go in the woods or outside at night <laughs> pretty embarrassing but you really helped me out with that and i appreciate it you're welcome glad to help are there any other details about the dog man's appearance you can tell us about that you didn't already mention I remember the ears being really tall. I do remember that. Like I said, it was so black, I couldn't really make out where the fur started and the skin started. Uh, like I said, that was the most striking thing to me is how black it was. And the eyes, that, that's what stuck out to me the most. It's a lot to take in, no denying that. You said it cocked his head when it looked at you. 
Do you think that was the first time it actually realized you were there? No, I think it knew I was there. I mean, it did have a surprised look on its face, <laughs> but I think it knew I was there. I think it was just letting me know that it wasn't going to bother me. I think it was kind of its way of telling me, you know, hey, I'm not going to tear your head off or anything like that. And, uh, of course, you know, I, I still bolted, but, yeah, I, I just couldn't wrap my ha head around what I saw. And you know, all these years after seeing Boggy Creek, I, I just, uh, that's the first furry thing I had seen walking on two legs was on Boggy Creek. And that's just where my mind went. And honestly, it'd been less scary <laughs> if it was that. Oh, I'm sure it would have been. When you have nightmares about dogmen, Doug, is it always the same dogmen you saw? Or sometimes do you have nightmares that involve other dogmen? I don't know if it's the same one that I have dreams about. Because the ones I usually have dreams about has red eyes. And I, I've, I've never seen one with red eyes, and I really don't want to. But in my dreams, it has red eyes. And I, I don't know... I don't know why. I don't know if it's because it's that would be more scary to me than the yellow. Uh, I don't know. Well, understand, when you're asleep, the part of your brain that controls reason, your ability to rationalize, that switches off. So, yeah, you're going to have strange things like that happen when you have nightmares that just don't make all that much in the way of sense. So, who knows why that dogman has red eyes in your nightmares. Really hard to say. Present day, can you go into the woods and enjoy yourself if you're with other people, or are you still always on edge? I'm still on edge. I can get by the woods, uh, but as far as going in the woods, uh, e even with a firearm, I mean, I don't go in the woods without a firearm. Even with a firearm, it's it still, I, I still can't uh, get in the woods. I think because mainly because uh, I, I know they're out there and they know I'm in the woods before I know they're where they are. And that, that bothers me. That they do, but don't lose sight of the fact that the dogman you encountered, if it wanted to, it could have done anything it wanted to to you, but it didn't do a thing to you. And that's because it didn't want to. So. Yeah, even though they might be out there in the woods with you, don't forget that fact. You lived close to a military base where you heard that there had been multiple dogman sightings. Please expand on that for us. Fort Crowder uh, in Neosho, which is about, oh, about 15, 20 miles from Joplin. I have heard uh, several stories of uh, dogman sightings uh around there i don't have much detail about it and i couldn't even tell you what i heard it on but uh i know there has been several sightings around fort crowder and the yosho they definitely love military bases so that's no surprise it would appear that a dog man just might have visited your parents property before you were born what happened that makes you think that yeah, 
I got uh, two older brothers and an older sister, and uh, they had just moved into the house my parents live in still. They had a, a pet rabbit, and they had a, a cage built. It was, you know, the wood frame with the uh, chicken wire nailed on it. And uh, they went out back to uh, feed the rabbit, and uh, something had... Uh, ripped the chicken wire off of the cage and the rabbit was gone. And uh, the rabbit would usually, if it got out, it would stay. It was so tame, it would stay in the yard. So whatever got it, took it for lunch. And uh, it was mainly all woods. Uh, when they moved in, it was all woods around here. And there was railroad tracks in a creek. Uh, something could follow those railroad tracks or creek and not be seen for miles. That might have been a dog, man, but it just might have been a Sasquatch, too. Really hard to say. You never really know. I'd say it had to be something that had hands. So it was my guess. From what I understand, when you used to walk through the woods with your aunt and uncle, you think dogmen would follow you. Why do you think that? We would have something in the woods pace us. Uh, when we'd stop, it would stop. When we'd walk a little faster, it would walk a little faster. And uh, we never saw nothing, but we just had that eerie feeling of something watching us. And we could hear something just beyond the streetlights view of the woods. Something in the shadows would just pace us, basically. And uh, we we never could figure out what it was, but uh, every one of us would get that feeling of being watched and followed. Uh, and like I said, it never showed itself or never acted aggressive towards anybody or anything. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So it was, it was scary. Uh, and even when we would, uh, cut through the woods to go to the creek down there we would have something pacing us off in the distance and uh and occasionally we'd get a whiff of something that smelled dead and uh we never like i said we never saw nothing but you you knew something was i don't want to say hunting you but uh stalking you maybe i guess is a better word but something was trailing us and uh, we never saw anything but when we'd go to the creek and on the way back the same thing every time yeah that's pretty creepy how close was the quote-unquote black panther you saw to you when you had that sighting i'd say about 30 foot away it was uh in a ditch uh, one side of the ditch set up about, oh, about four foot high. Another side where the road was, was lower. And uh, the front of it was up on the higher part. And uh, it, it was just so dark, you couldn't see nothing. But when my headlights hit the back half of it, you, I could see a tail. It, the tail was the thing was so long the tail was sticking out in the road and uh i mean it didn't look like a black panther tail but uh, like i said at the time that's the only thing i could think of but it's about 30 foot i'd say and like i said we was messing around out in the yard uh i was helping my brother do something and uh when i was leaving it, it's pitch black out there and uh, as soon as I turned on to the farm road, uh, my headlights hit the back end of it, and uh, it's like it didn't want me to see it. It kind of crawled up, uh, almost like it was squatted down on its stomach, almost, after my lights hit it. It, like, squatted down into the shadows, like it didn't want to be seen. Yeah, like I said, that's awfully creepy. And if it was only 30 feet away, that's pretty close. I know in the back of my mind, I, I, I knew it wasn't a panther, but that, that was the least scary thing to me, I guess. But I still wasn't able to get myself back in the woods after I saw the size of it. So that was the end of it right there. Oh, I bet it was. No, I can understand why you didn't want to go back in. Well, Doug, we're about out of time, but before we get out of here, do you have any closing comments you'd like to share? I'd like to thank you, Vic, for uh, talking to me. Uh, you really helped me out, and I'd encourage anybody else that's had any kind of encounter to give Vic a call. It really helps to having someone that believes you and doesn't laugh at you, and Vic, he he made a lot of good points that's really helped me out. And I'd like to thank Vic for that. You know, you're welcome. That's what I'm here for. 
I'm just so glad to hear that you're doing so much better now. That's why I do this. But having said that, Doug, I want to thank you so much for coming on and sharing the details of those encounters with us. I really appreciate it. That's no problem. Thanks again so much. Have a great night. If you've had a dogman encounter of your own and would like to speak with me, whether in private or on the show, please go to dogmanencounters.com and submit a report. I'd love to hear from you.